Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And before we get started with today's episode, just a friendly reminder that if you'd like to reach us, you can voicemail or text us. You can voicemail. I didn't I didn't mean to make voicemail a verb, but I, I was guess, into it. I guess it is now. Anyway, that number is 781-591-0390. You're also welcome to email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. 
That is true. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. You can also sign up for our newsletter. Next issue will go out next week, and that is at Forever35Podcast.com slash newsletter. And today we're doing things a little differently because it is a vacation week here at the Forever 35 world. We're here, but we're not here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. Is that right, Dory? That's a fair way to describe it. Yep. Yep. yep we're, yep. we're making content, but at this exact moment, Dory is off the grid and I am lurking to make sure everything is running smoothly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got a little hat on. Yep. Yep. My big rain boots. That's what I look like when I lurk. (laughs) But the good news is, is that we've been holding on to this interview to save for this moment. Um, We had an amazing conversation with Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan, who are the co-hosts of the podcast Gloss Angeles. They are both beauty editors, journalists. And I'm just going to say this, like beauty geniuses, basically. They are passionate and obsessed with the cosmetics, beauty industry, skincare, and really approach it in an incredibly thoughtful, humorous, but also analytical way. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Yeah, we're really excited for you all to hear this episode. And also, we should also remind people that we were on their show a month or two ago, right? I believe that episode has aired. Yeah, if you don't already subscribe, get, hit hit the subscribe button for their pod. It's re- a really great show. And we will we'll link directly, we'll link directly to the episode that we were on. Yes. Um, in the show notes. Yes, Dory, we will. Anyway, we hope you enjoy our interview with Kirby and Sarah and we will be back with you next week. Well, we're very excited because our guests today are the co-hosts of the Los Angeles podcast. You probably are already listeners, but if not, we're going to introduce you to them. We have Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan on the pod today. Kirby, Sarah, hello and welcome. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous to be on the other side of this. <laughs> the heat is on. We are. We should let our <laughs> listeners know that we are going to be on Los Angeles. You are here on Forever 35. So listen to both episodes. Subscribe. Enjoy two hours of us gabbing away. It's going to be great. Um, so I want to just read uh, a brief bio to introduce you to our listeners. Uh, Kirby is a host, producer, and reporter in the beauty space who has contributed to publications like Allure, The Hollywood, Re- Re- Ugh, the Hollywood Reporter, Elle, and Glamour. She's a former writer, producer, and host at Pop Sugar and continues to work on camera with Freeform. And Sarah is Refinery29's beauty director and a beauty, fashion, and wellness writer and editor. She's also served as senior fashion and beauty editor at Bustle and has contributed to various publications, including Allure, InStyle, People, Parents, Brides, and Women's Health. And as mentioned up top, they co-host 
Gloss Angeles, which is a wonderful beauty-focused podcast that melds their passion for cosmetics with their love of our fair city, Los Angeles. And we're so excited to have you here as both experts in beauty and also fans of beauty. It's kind of the perfect combination. Well, thank you for having us. We're so excited. We're, we mentioned this on our pod, but we're big fans of the two of you. Um, and we're just thrilled that we could be on Forever 35. Yeah, we're so excited to have you both. And you both are currently 34. Is that right? Yes. Correct. Forever 34. Forever 34. Forever 34 Capricorns. We were born oh, a week apart. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. That's <laughs> that- right. You do say that you have big Capricorn energy. So I should yes. have known. Well, you're dealing yes. with a Taurus and a Cancer, so I feel like we're all going to get along Well, just you know fine. what's funny? I posted on my Instagram yesterday about how it's Taurus season and how I'm a Taurus and I have lots of Tauruses in my family. And someone DM'd me and was like, I thought you were a Capricorn. <laughs> It's the, I was like, it's okay. the earth vibe. It's the earth <laughs> vibe. You're, you're like, I don't know if you, I should apologize or say know, thank exactly. you. Like, they were like, you really seem like a Capricorn. I could have sworn you're a Capricorn. Is your like, rising okay. sign a Capricorn? Dwayne? No, I think my rising sign is Aquarius. Oh, so wait. I don't know where they got that from. <laughs> Kate, you're, you're the Cancer double Aquarian, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, Sarah is Capricorn double Aries. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Oh. I know. I know. It, it's actually shocking now that when I say it out loud, I'm like, <laughs> there's no way. Um, I am a stew of vindictiveness. No, just kidding. I'm, um, Scorpio. Capricorn, Scorpio moon and cancer Ooh. rising. So Ooh, there's boy. a lot of emotions. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Love, yeah. love, love for me and my family. Yeah. Love revenge. There. Lots of you know, I had a t- my mom was a Scorpio and I'm a Cancer and like we got into some big fights, big correct. fights. I, I, I can only say correct because <laughs> yeah. I feel it mm-hmm. deeply. I feel it. I feel it. Oh, well, no. <laughs> we like to start by asking people about self-care practices, but I want to I want to flag this so that we can circle back to how astrology might play into your own self-care because now you've piqued my curiosity about your signs here. But we would love to hear from each of you about any self-care practice that you have in your life, big or small, something that you do on a regular basis that brings you a sense of calm, balance, peace, wellness, whatever that means to you. Okay, I'll go first. I have a serious one and then a not-so-serious one. My not-so-serious one is watching Glee. Mm. Um, Listen, Glee was problematic, but when it was good, it was so good. And, um, I have been rewatching it and the pilot is truly one of my favorite pieces of television just because it's so weird and bizarre. And the first three seasons really, I mean, most of my Apple iTunes that I don't use anymore is all Glee covers. So, wow. um, rewatching Glee has brought me a sense of peace and comfort, especially because that show came out, um, the year I moved to LA. So it felt very much like mm. I was going on this journey with the new directions as they were going on their journey. Um, so that's one of the things that I do just to chill out and unwind and it brings me peace and it's an easy watch and they sing journey songs like, hell yeah, What's let's do this. To love? 
Yeah. Exactly. And then I would say, I mean, I think a lot of people talk about fitness or meditation and things of that nature, but um, having a routine and and getting on the Peloton and listening to music mm. and decompressing for however long I need to decompress um, has been awesome. And I don't really necessarily do it to like look a certain way, but I do it because it makes me feel good and I like the endorphins and it's like the one time of day where it's just me worrying about me, not me worrying about delivering something to someone and making sure somebody has a audio file or coordinating an interview or whatever that is. So that's self-care to me. Who are your favorite instructors? Oh, okay. Well, we do love Cody <laughs> in this household. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, we are, we are also Cody stands. Yeah. If, if Cody like, listens to Forever 35, will you come on Los you. Angeles? <laughs> We yeah. had Tunde. We had Tunde on the yes, show. Yes, we will. Oh, love, love Tunde. Yeah, love her. Um, Cody says things though during the workouts that I literally am like, "That was me. I was the girl waiting in line at Walmart for Instinct's album when it came out in 2000." <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like he's thirty. Like I think he's exactly your age. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you probably it's have like, all the same references. Yes, I feel it deeply. I feel it absolutely deeply. Um, I love Ali. Love. I love Emma. Um, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you know, it feels it's crazy that they've become celebrities this past year. I don't. Yes. Think without yeah. the pandemic, they would have been like they are superstars because, because all yeah. of us were on Peloton. Totally. You know? And Cody has been with. Uh, Peloton for years and like, like seven years. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Funny story. I took some Peloton classes in 2015 when I was visiting New York on ClassPass. And when I got a Peloton last summer, they were still in my profile. And I'd taken a class with Cody and <gasps> taken a class like I take oh a class with Robin. Like it was just, it was like, wait, this is so weird. <laughs> it was like, you're an OG, you, Dory. Yeah, it was so funny. Oh my gosh, and my how competitive sister, it must be now. Yeah. yeah, it was like I was, I was like number, you know, I don't know, something out of like 120 people. And I remember thinking, wow, that's weird that they have people like riding from home, but I guess that's cool. And I like didn't understand how it worked. Anyway, it's fire, but. I was just yeah. going to say my sister is like a huge Peloton fan and had it before the pandemic and took classes in New York and had um, Tunde and Alex sign her shoes. Ooh, and like I took photos that. of like she was like such a stan, doesn't even hide it. Yeah. And then oh. she just got the Peloton Tread Plus, which is uh, mm -hmm. the one that I did not know is like has like endangered children and pets. I so know. I, I've seen that. I like Ugh. Instagrammed it not knowing. And then all of these people messaged me and they're like, I hope you're keeping Zoe and Oliver away from it. I was like, what are you talking about? And then I watched Jeez. the video and it is terrifying. I don't know if you guys have seen Ugh. it. Yeah, I can't bring yeah, myself I can't to. Either. Don't watch it. Watch. But anyways, it, it's a lovely treadmill. Just keep your kids away from it. <laughs> Done. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. okay Sarah, so my the turn. pressure's on. Okay. So if you would have asked me pre-Zoe, I would have said my self-care uh, is working out for sure. Like, um, running, going to a, a Barry's boot camp, like that hour of my day is really, um, like Kirby said, was for me. Um, it's been really hard to find time to work out again, uh, with the baby, but I'm starting to get back into it and I'm hoping, you know, that I get better at like making time for myself and 
because I do feel so great when I do it. And I know that that it's such a big part of my life and who I am. But now um, I'm just prioritizing like silence and sleep. Mm. So (laughs) I'm a big morning person. um, And before I used to like get up, you know, at six and work out, I'd have my coffee, I'd take all over my dog on a walk. And that would be like my me time. Now, like, I am lucky if I get up like a minute or two before my daughter because she's like an early bird. And my husband has to leave for work pretty early. So and I don't I'm not saying this and like, that I'm like sad about it, because I love to have that time with Zoe in the morning, like the two hours before the nanny gets here. Um, but that that all said, like, I don't have time to myself in the morning anymore. And so at night, uh, after she goes to bed, and then my husband goes to bed pretty, like, early too, like at 930, I just like sit on the couch by myself for like 10, 15 minutes until I get really sleepy and just sit in silence. <laughs> like, that is like the time to myself. And like, I read this thing um on i can't remember what instagram account it was but and i can't even remember what it's called but it's like try um uh, how moms are trying to like stay awake and like consume uh you know in like articles and instagram and just like trying to like fight to stay awake because that's like the only time they have to themselves yes it's like that sabotage yes that's what what it's called but yes and i was like i relate to this so much but like I need it. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. I need to have that 10 minutes to myself because that's like when I feel like I can read through my texts and, and, um, or even like I said, just sit in silence. So that's like my self care now. Um, and then, uh, a beauty one is (laughs) getting my eyelash extensions, which I tried to like stop. I even texted Kirby the other day and I was like, do I need, should I stop? Should I take a break? And she was like, no, because she knows how much joy it brings me. And I just feel like I look more put together. You know, I don't have to like do the whole makeup thing. I'm ready for Zoom. I'm good to go. So, and I also now take naps while um, I get my extensions Mm. installed. Wait, that's like a multitasking move. You nap while you get your eyelash extensions? I do. I've like become so close with my girl that like, we don't really talk anymore. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk if there's like something that this needs to be amazing. talked about. But like, she knows like that I'm tired and sleepy and that I need this like hour to nap. And so she lets me nap and I wake up with fresh, fluffy lashes. That That's amazing. And I'm also wondering, like, did you do this throughout the pandemic? And how has the pandemic changed your beauty routines? Uh, so I, I definitely stopped for a while. Um, and that was, uh, really tough for me because, <laughs> <that's>, like <laughs> I said, I'm addicted. I've been doing it for years and years and years. And I'm like so jealous of Kirby because she was born with these beautiful long lashes and like just like watching her do her like mascara reviews on her Instagram. I'm just like, why do I have like (laughs) stick straight short lashes that just like go down? And um, but anyways, so I gave mascara a try. It was not for me. Um, I'll give it another try. I'm sure at at some point. But anyways, I I went back when um, when she reopened, probably I can't even remember a few months ago. So I definitely took a break. Um, but no, my, my beauty routine changed a lot, um, during the pandemic. Um, I, 
I, it changed in so many ways, not just because uh, I wasn't going anywhere, um, but also because I uh, was pregnant and then I couldn't use a lot of things that I, um, you know, had been using previously. And then um, Dory, like you said, after I had my baby, like I feel like hormonal, like mm. I couldn't use certain products um, that uh, I was excited to use again. Um, and I'm still breastfeeding, so I can't use uh, the retinol. Mm -hmm. But um, long story short, everything is paired way back down, like way down. Like I, it's all about like um, skinimalism over here in the tan household oh. i call it the tan household but that's not my husband's last name that's my <laughs> last name it is the tan household though. like i mean let's be let's, let's be, be real good. um kirby are you also practicing skinimalism yeah but like i enjoy the art of putting on makeup so mm. i probably wore more makeup during the pandemic than most people because I just enjoy it. it. It really is like painting to me. Um, I definitely have been laying off the foundations for sure. Um, and I don't feel compelled to like, I think also this is just something that happens as you get older, having this like picture perfect canvas of your face. Like I actually like seeing my pores. I like seeing you know, my actual skin shining through. So like I'll put concealer on my melasma or if I have a blemish, I'll dot it on, but I'm not spending hours like trying to cover up this one blemish on my chin because it's like everybody breaks out. I mean, mm -hmm. no one's, you're thinking more about it than anybody else's. And and then of course with the pandemics, like nobody's seeing you. So who really cares? And then, you know, like Mental health played a big part into it. I mean, some days I wouldn't change out of my pajamas and I could barely brush my teeth in the morning, you know? Yeah. So I think like you have to give yourself some grace. But when I was, you know, excited and, you know, wanting to try new products, I did rely a lot on makeup and I'm a big skincare girl. Um, one thing that's changed for me and it really wasn't like an option, but because all of the salons were shut down last year, I mean, I think they worked maybe a total of 90 days which was just so upsetting because yeah. they didn't get the help that they needed, especially in LA. But, um, you know, I wasn't able to get my highlights and I am a Texas mm -hmm. girl. So I fancy myself a blonde. Um, I'm like blonde was like a part of my personality for sure. And then, you know, my highlights started growing out and, um, I'm brunette. If you can't tell, I mean, hello, look great. at this beautiful brunette hair. And, I love it. And it's really jarring now to see how blonde I was at some points in my life because I'm mm. like, what was I thinking? Like, this did not look natural. It didn't look normal. It clashed with my skin tone. So I think there was a lot of learning that happened over the pandemic too. Like, hey, actually, you don't have to be put together. You don't have to have your nails done every week. You don't have to. I mean, even though mine are done, these are... uh glue on whatever but yeah a lot of a lot of things that i used to prioritize in terms of like how i needed to look or present myself have just con mm. gone out the window essentially do you think they'll come back in the window like as we return towards seeing people like do you, do you think these kind of shifts and this is a question for both of you like are these shifts permanent or are they just kind of adapting to the times and as we transition back into more in-person interaction, you'll go back to doing the things you did before? Or do you feel like it's more of a permanent shift? I mean, I I'm excited know. to go back into, I mean, well, I have a lot of anxiety about going back to events and, you know, dressing up and, and being with 
being, uh, you know, in big, uh, being with big crowds. Um, but I will say, um, I, I think that I'll like Kirby, you know, we'll learn from the things that worked for us during the pandemic. So like, I mean, Kirby, you're still like technically blonde to me. I don't know why that <laughs> you're, you're definitely a brunette, but in my eyes and in my heart, you're a blonde, forever a blonde. Okay. Um, thank you. But I love this look for you. Um, for me, it was like maybe I learned that I need, need my eyelash extensions <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> but like, this is the longest I've gone without getting, uh, you know, regular manicures and pedicures. And while I, can't wait to get back into the nail salon. I've learned, like Kirby said, like, I don't need to have that every week or every two weeks. Mm. I can do it myself at home. Um, same with like my, um, regular facials. Like, you know, Kirby and I are blessed with the, we have the privilege of getting facials. Like we, we would get them like twice a month sometimes. And like, I don't need mm. that. That is not necessary. Although it's like a lovely indulgence. Like I do not need that. Um, so I feel like everyone, um, you know, as we transition back, we'll hold on to the things that like we know we love and make us made us feel good during quarantine. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I, I and get back into it. And we basically just like whatever made us feel good. Right, Kirby? Yeah. And I also think, though, there's an element of the roaring 20s. Like, I yeah. think that mm. it's going to come back with a vengeance. I want to patronize my nail salon because I know that they haven't been, you know, people haven't been going in and um, getting their regular manicures and pedicures. I, I want to go get a blowout. I want to, you know, get my hair cut and things like that. I think people are going to play around. I mean, they spend a year being natural and maybe some people will hang on to that. But I do think a lot of people will think, I want to dye my hair blue or maybe I want to chop off all my hair. It'll grow back, you know, like what's the big deal? So I think there's going to be this essence of um, beauty coming back with a vengeance. Okie dokie. Let's take a break and then we will be back in a flash. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in 
women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh god, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe 
like for the long haul without spending a fortune, I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we are back as promised. Can I ask you kind of a a convoluted question that I'm not quite sure how to articulate, but it's something I think about a lot and it's come up on our show. You know, beauty is, it's like such a form of pleasure for people and there's artistry involved and self-care involved, but then it's also this thing that stems from like, from patriarchal constructs and like a place of whiteness and racism. And like, how do we how do you kind of manage that? Because I look at like, I watch TikTok and there are these, there's such self-exploration and self-expression through makeup. And then sometimes we get this question of like, why do we participate in this system of of beauty? And so how, how do you, as beauty editors, advise people to find the, like, how do we find the good in it and and reject the bad and steer it toward toward in betterment toward better towards the better side of things does that make any sense that's a million dollar question kate um <laughs> i think like every beauty editor struggles with this it's like sarah and i especially when we launched the podcast i mean a lot of people come to listen to us recommend products and talk about like how a product is made or what ingredients are great or like how to curate a specific beauty routine Um, but that all involves telling people to buy something to make them like look a certain way or feel a certain way. And a couple of months ago, we were like, okay, we need to take a step back. Yes, we're going to make recommendations on this podcast, but we have this term that we coined. It's called Dodo Ho. It's, uh, but it, it stems from do, do, how. So do you need this product? Okay. Do you did you run out of your serum and you're looking for something to replace it? Great, look into this because it's worth it, and we're giving you the recommendation. Do you know how it works? Especially in the beauty industry, it's a five hundred billion dollar industry. Everybody's making a product. 
Not every product, frankly, should exist. I cannot tell you how many times we get founders on the podcast that are like, I didn't find a product that worked for my skin, so I decided to make it. I'm like, there's 18 other CBD products on the market that are literally the exact formulation here. So like that answer doesn't cut it for us anymore. Um, Understand how the product works before you buy it. We get so many questions. Hey, I bought this product because y'all love it, but like, I don't even know where to put it in my routine. And like, what is niacinamide? And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why did you purchase it then? Like, you need to have a general understanding of that before you decide to buy something. And then lastly is the how. Like, how did you hear about it? Did you hear about it because somebody talked about it on TikTok? Okay, well, guess what? It was probably an ad. Um, So Mm. like, is it like, corporate America telling you you need it? Or are you listening to people like Dory and Kate who are like obsessed with it because they bought it and they love it? Or like me and Sarah, and we know everything that went into making this product and why it's so special and why it stands out. Do you follow a cosmetic chemist that was like, hey, this is legit. This is like one of the best vitamin C serums I've ever tried. It really matters. Like since we, and we know that you guys know this too, but like working at online publishers, we know how they get clicks. It's like, this product has 14,000 Amazon reviews. And like, for whatever reason, that sparks something in somebody's head that says, oh, I need this because 14,000 people reviewed it. Well, it's 14,000 bad reviews, but like, they didn't say that. You know what I mean? So (laughs) at the end of the day, we're constantly like, okay, less consumption, I think is part of it. Like, don't overconsume. Um, it's not only bad for your skin, but bad, bad for the planet. Um, and then when it comes to like the patriarchy and looking a certain way, I always come at it as if you were thinking about it for yourself and it's something that you truly wanted for yourself, it's not because you saw somebody talking about it or somebody telling you that you needed it or because there's a trend that you're like, oh, I need a more lifted brow or I need a smaller nose or whatever it is. Cause like we're like, pro plastic surgery on the podcast. If you want plastic surgery, get it, get it for yourself, but don't get it because some doctor told you you need a smaller nose, right? Like, but it all goes back to your question, Kate, like how, how do we balance that? We don't, we, we don't know. We're like, every beauty editor has this question in the back of their head. Like, how do we make this, uh, yeah. ethic, like as ethically and morally sound as possible, right? Yeah, and I I do want to say though like I have so much admiration for uh like Gen Z and all of the young people who are using TikTok and their platforms to express themselves through beauty because you can tell like they're so different from us like from millennials yes. and from mm-hmm. generations before us. They don't give uh I don't know if you can curse on this podcast. They don't give an you, F. You can. Oh, they don't give a fuck about yeah. the patriarchy, right? Like they yeah. are using their makeup as activism, um, you know, educating people with their, you know, uh while they're doing this beautiful, you know, eye look. Um, they're like using beauty to empower others and themselves. Um, and you could just see like such diversity and inclusivity on tiktok too like obviously like there are the you know influencers from instagram and youtube that are really popular and and will continue to be popular we don't know for how long but you know they all 
look so different from the people that, you know, Kirby and I looked up to when we were their age. I mean, my niece is 15 and the things that the people that she follows, um, the the kind of content that she consumes and shares on her own Instagram, like she is so woke. And I'm like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, just inspired by her. Um, so I think that like, we are moving in the right direction. Um, I like have my faith in in that generation um, to, you know, uh break that that the patriarchy or um you know bring us in the right direction move the needle um but i don't know like kirby said it's hard because it's like i think you know like i am a grown-ass woman and i shouldn't be affected by the you know face-tuned or filtered photos on instagram but i am (laughs) you know i follow people and i'm like oh my god they have their shit together they look so good why don't i look like that and to piggyback off of Sarah, though, at the same time, growing up, like I did love like learning beauty tips and makeup and learn. I was like the the teenager that like had a legit skincare routine, like because it was something I was passionate and interested in. And I think there's also fault in sometimes like like women, especially telling other women that like, oh, your love of beauty is actually like misogynistic in a way like it's based in the patriarchy because it's like well no it's not just something that i'm excited about just like you may be excited about art or books or you know whatever it is like my outlet is skincare why is that a bad thing and i feel really conflicted sometimes when i'm reading about you know why the beauty industry is bad and because I'm like, for a lot of people, it's an outlet. A lot of for a lot of people, it's a platform, you know. Yeah. So I don't want to minimize that for them either. Yeah, like I'm done with everyone thinking that beauty is frivolous because <laughs> beauty yeah. is a part of is just a small part of everyone's story, right? And there's so much like, I mean, if we're gonna talk about like the 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 cultural influences and you know, um. This, the heritage behind certain practices and things like that. Like there's so much to talk about, um, so much storytelling there. Yeah, I feel like it It gets tricky when you have something like uh, Instagram face, you know, like a face that everyone is trying to look like and whether it's, you know, because of Kylie Jenner or <laughs> someone else and, and people just getting like obsessed with that. Um, you know, I see how that I do see how that becomes problematic, especially when we're talking about teenagers on social media. Um, but it's also, like you said, it is something that brings a lot of people a lot of joy. So it's tricky. Um, but sort of on that note, let's talk about actual products. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> what are you guys using now for skincare and I know, Sarah, you said you're not wearing a lot of makeup, but Kirby, I would love to hear about your makeup as well. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> Kirby, um, <laughs> So I wrote some things down. Um, Kate Wait. mentioned on our pod that she was like mentally going through her medicine cabinet and she's always trying new things. And like, that's very much Sarah and I because it's our job. Um, but there, if anybody listens to Los Angeles, you know, the first thing I'm going to say, it's my cleanser, fresh soy face cleanser. This is an icon. my ultimate and- jam. This product 
I have them everywhere. It's insane. How long have you been using it? Since I was like legit, like 15. I mean, I was really young and my mom was like, this is $38. This is like not (laughs) like go get CeraVe or something. You're crazy. But it was, it's like the only thing I can use that not only, you know, it doesn't strip the skin, but I wear mascara and eye makeup. Like that's my thing. I'm not like a big bright lipstick person. So I really need something that's going to be gentle enough to remove eye makeup. Sorry, my dog. I need something that's going to be really gentle enough to remove my eye makeup without like ruining my skin. So yeah, fresh soy face cleanser, number one. Um, I actually don't like Dory and Kate. I don't wash my face in the mornings. Um, I maybe do a splash of water or I'll use a micellar water just to kind of like clean the canvas. But it's so funny. I think everybody... Like that was demonized for a while. Like, oh, you don't wash your face in the morning, whatever. And now I'm like, I don't think anybody's really washing their face fully in the mornings anymore. So that's first. Um, I'll do a mist. Actually, right now my skin is freaking out because I went to the desert over the weekend and without fail, I will come back and I'll have acne cosmetica on my lower jawline. Um, it's they just like are little raised bumps. They're inflamed. It's from the change in the weather. It's also from like mm-hmm. the wind in Palm Springs. And so I've been using Tower 28's SOS spray. It has hypochloric acid in it, chlorous acid in it, um, which helps with inflammation and bacteria. So when I know that my skin is kind of freaking out, I try not to use too many things with like actives like glycolic or, you know, vitamin C or retinol in them. All that to say though, before this, I was using Kate Somerville's resurfacing overnight peel. It's a new mm. peel that she launched. Chef's kiss. It is. Uh, it's everything I want in a peel, and you don't wash it off. It's not like a peel you put on for ten minutes and you put it on. It's an overnight peel. It's essentially like a serum type consistency, um, maybe a little bit thicker. Um, I put it on under my moisturizer. You wake up the next morning and you are glowing. It has uh, glycolic retinol and niacinamide. And it's just. That is a powerhouse combo. It's redick. It's so good, y'all. And it's brand new. And like, I don't usually rave about brand new products all that much. Like, I'm really into my tried and trues. But like this one, she, I think she literally just launched it two weeks ago. So way to go, Kate Somerville. You rocked it with this particular peel. Um. It's funny because when we get sponsors on the podcast that are like specifically beauty related, we have to vet them before we agree to like work with them, which as you two know, can be a little bit of a pain in the butt for our sales team because they're like, well, they want to work with you. And we're like, well, we don't want to work with them unless we try the product. And they're like, no, but the campaign's next month. And we're like, okay, sorry, then this is not happening. Um, But we yeah. ended up partnering with Strivectin with their new intensive eye concentrate plus and I've been using that as my eye cream. And I used to think eye cream was a scam. And now I believe in it very deeply. So I am loving the Stri- Strivectin um, eye cream. I think it's great. And Strivectin is just a brand that Sarah and I generally trust with our lives. They could put anything on our face or body and we would love it. Um, they also sponsor then, this podcast, and we are also big fans of the eye cream. Well, so. yeah, I've been that. using that eye cream bec- because of that, and it's legit great. It's amazing. It's incredible. So, hi, Shrivectin. And then um, that's called added value. 
That's called mm-hmm. added value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not spawn con, but con. <laughs> it's added value. And then we have um, a new sunscreen that I've been using. It's by Sunday Riley. It's called Lighthearted. Um, it's an SPF 30. It's a broad spectrum and it's pink. So like you get it and you're like, oh, it's a pink sunscreen. Interesting. And it's actually a really small bottle. I I thought it was going to be way bigger. So my biggest complaint is that it's as small as it is. It should be larger. But when you first put it on, I was like, okay, this is going to give me a white cast. It says that it it doesn't, but I feel like it is. And it almost disappears. It's like um one of those color changing lipsticks that you put on. It's like you put it on and you... oh. You put it on and you're all white and you're like, what the hell? And then it just disappears and it looks normal. So I'm really into it and it's oil free. I like the way that it makes my skin feel. I'm just a really big fan of it. So that's like my morning routine. Would you like me to continue with some makeup? I won't go in depth, yes. but yes. I can mention a few products that I'm loving. Please. Tatcha's new silk powder. Again, chef's yes. kiss. Yes. So effing good. Like, you're not supposed to bake with it. I was never baking my skin in the first place because I looked like a crazy person. Also, people that can bake under their eyes, I'm like, you must have zero wrinkles because anytime I bake under my eyes, I look decrepit. So I feel like people baking, that that was just like a YouTube thing. Like, no one actually does that in real life, right? Yeah. Well, drag queens because they originated it. Yes, of course. Correct. But like, yes, it was very much like appropriated on YouTube. So then... (laughs) Um, I've been using that, like if I'm not going anywhere, seeing anybody, like I just put that on to keep me from being shiny. Kosas just launched new brow products that Sarah and I mentioned on a a recent episode, Airbrow, which is the gel, incredible. And then Brow Pop, which is the brow pencil. I use both and I think they're amazing and I'll just fill in my brow. I actually, um, I know y'all talked about microblading on a Q and A episode with Mm -hmm. your listeners. I've been microbladed and I, um, I actually just wanted to share that if anybody's curious about microblading in the process and like what you need to know, I have videos out on the internets that you can search and it will give you the lowdown and everything that I wish I knew a year later. I mean, I got this done in 2016. So I go through all mm. of the motions explaining and, um, I'll give you some recommendations too on like where to find a proper person to look you know, to, to do it for you. So yes, anyways, I heard please. that episode and I was like, oh, I need to share that with them. Wait, do you both have your, or is everyone here microbladed minus me? No, no, no. I'm oh, not microbladed. No, if, uh, a fan wrote in and was like, what, sh- you know, should I get microbladed? Tell me what to do. And they were like, we should probably talk to someone that's been microbladed. And I'm like, me, <laughs> me, we don't know me. Um, so, but I still fill in my brows and use a brow gel. Cause it's been like almost five years since I've had that done. I love cream blush. Rare Beauty has an amazing cream blush that they launched. Um, it wasn't in their initial launch, not their liquid blush, but it's their cream that's blush. It's super cute. Selena, that's Selena Gomez's line. Is that right? Yes. yes. And very if anybody line. wants to know if it's good, it's legit. It's amazing. She did it right. That's wow. a celebrity beauty line that we stand. So mm-hmm. it's very good. And then like, I'm trying to think. Oh, if I'm wearing concealer, it's probably NARS or Armani. They're the best. I feel like they, they get the shades right. And mm-hmm. um, they, they're tried and trues. And they know what's up. So 
Yeah. And then my nighttime routine recently, honestly, it's been very, very simple because of this like acne cosmetica thing happening. I wash my face with fresh soy face cleanser. If I need a second cleanse, I use the Tatcha rice wash. Um, and then I've been putting the SOS spray on. I'll use the Skin Medica. What is it? TNS serum, Sarah? Yep. Is it? T- yeah. The TNS serum, which is just ungodly expensive, but it works. has every ingredient ever and it works and it's not irritating to my skin. And then I finish with First Aid Beauty's um, moisturizer. It's like you can buy a vat of it for $14 at Sephora and it will last you for months and it's not irritating. So that's me in a nutshell. So many good recs. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Saratan time. It's my time. Okay. Uh, Well, I guess I'll start with the morning. I also... Do not wash my face in the morning unless I've worked out, which is not happening these days. So I do not wash my face in the morning. Um, I will do a little bit of uh, the caudalie mist to refresh mm. my face mm. and also make that. me feel like I'm somewhere fancy when in fact I am not. I'm at home. Uh, then I will use the Peach and Lily Glass Skin Serum. Kirby knows. She's a fan. Have you guys used this product? I haven't. I'm so no. curious about it. You guys would really like this because you're both fans of the Summer Friday CC Serum. And I mm-hmm. find them to be very similar. Um, but whenever my skin is freaking out, if like I'm having a, you know, a hormonal change or I have a few pimples, if I say I have more than a few pimples, Kirby's going to attack me because she always says that. <laughs> Don't attack me. Um, I go back to using this serum and it like overnight transforms my skin. It's back to being like super hydrated and bright and clear. Um, It's lovely and it's not that expensive. Um, Then I will use, I should say, by the way, my, like I said, skin minimalism, my skincare is pretty routine, uh, pretty uh, minimal these days, but um, another product that I have been using that I love and I've been using it day and night is, uh, Kirby, we talked about this, the circumference active restorative moisturizing cream. It is, I love my, I'm very dry. So I'm very dry. Kirby is a little bit oily. So we're like opposites, but we both love this cream. It is delicious. I feel like it's very decadent and luxe, but it does absorb pretty quickly. Like you're not going to feel greasy. Although when I do use it at night, I like go heavy because I like to feel like glossy before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to feel very wet and hydrated. <laughs> then I'll know that I... Same. <laughs> I mean, that's how you know you did it right, right? That's how you know you applied all your uh, evening skincare products correctly. And then you like lay there and you like don't turn your head on the pillow because you don't want to get your pillow wet or like getting any expensive serums uh, wasted on your pillowcase. Um, so I'll use that. And then I will, oh, I should say I have been also trying a new product, um, before this step in between the peach and lily and the circumference is from Violette. She is, um, a makeup artist. She's, what is her last name? I don't even know. She, she's French. She's beautiful. And she just started her own skin, uh, her own makeup and skincare line. And this product is called Boom Boom Milk. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. Yes, it's very interesting. So it's like, it looks like a milky toner, 
Um, but it's supposed to be like a three in one toner, serum, and moisturizer. And there's birch sap in it, glacier water, and olive leaf extract. It's like very French, French beauty. Um, and I used it, I use it as a serum, like in between before a moisturizer, but I also, um, was using it as just a moisturizer, like using two layers of it. And my skin loved it. Like it was extremely wow. calming. Um, you can, it's a spray, like a, like a, not a mist. Cause it's, it's, it's like I said, a milky toner. Um, so you can spray it on your face throughout the day to sort of like Ooh. rehydrate. But I like to spray it into my hand and then rub it together and pat it in. Um, it just feels really nice and like refreshing. And like I said, uh, hydrating. I've been using Supergoop's Glow Screen, SPF 40, mm. blue light protection. Sure. Why not? Gives me a nice glow. Um, that's usually what I'll wear like day to day, uh, when I'm not wearing any makeup, like any uh, face makeup which I'm not really wearing any face makeup, except I am today. So I'll talk about what I am wearing. Um, I am wearing the Giorgio Armani Neo Nude Foundation. Ooh. Have you guys tried this? No. no. If you love, like, a lightweight skincare-infused foundation, if you like some light coverage and hydrating, um, this is it, like, and like Kirby mentioned with the concealers, like I have a hard time finding my shade in foundations. Um, but like they, I, I was able to find my shade and it m blends in so seamlessly and I love it. So if I do wear makeup, um, or face, face makeup, I am usually wearing this. So it's, it's not that expensive. It's like 40 bucks. Um, okay. So the, and then, uh, I will put on the Kosas Airbrow. This like. I gotta try Kosas. I feel like people rave. I haven't tried any of their stuff, especially guys, their mascara. Yeah. You gotta try it. You're Angelinos. I know. I'm so bad. I yeah. feel like Kosas is such an LA beauty brand. Do you feel like that, Kirby? It's like Tower 28, Kosas. Yes. Yes. It is. It's so good. It's very LA, but and they, they make like, great stuff. Yeah, and especially with the brow product, like I feel like we're both super particular about our brows and the products that we use. But Sheena, the founder, nailed it with the Kosas eyebrows, so highly recommend mm. that. And then I'm a big lip girl. Um, it, even if I'm not wearing like a lot of makeup, I still have to wear a lip. And lately, I've been wearing this is a bougie pick, um, Chanel Rouge Coco Bloom, their new Ooh. like hydrating plumping lip color um it's just kind of like a lip balm lipstick and lip gloss in one it's it wow. uh yeah it's like kind of it has a nice pigment to it um but it's hydrating like a lip balm and then it has like a sheen like a gloss so i love those uh for that's like my daytime routine and then in the evening the only thing that is really different is i wash my face <laughs> Thank God. Um, so I use the Tatcha Rice Wash Skin Softening Cleanser. Kirby, mm. are you so proud of me? I've only mentioned Tatcha once. <laughs> yeah. Like Sarah has to go, I'm not I'm not uh paid, paid. by Tatcha to talk about them. I'm like, well, then stop talking about them yeah. because you talk about them all the time. Okay, well let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like, I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. That's like Kirby with the fresh soy face cleanser, though. I feel like at this point, they need to have one of their illustration, their cartoon drawing of you on the bottle, like a limited edition Kirby fresh soy cleanser. <laughs> I would cleanser. buy that. I would, well, that, that, I would be honored. The jumbo version. Uh, yes, yes. Um, so that's different. I wash my face and then I'll use, oh, oh, wait, I lied. I'm going to talk about Tatcha again. Their dewy skin serum. <laughs> Their dewy skin serum in the evening. Oh, it's just so good. It has hyaluronic acid in it. It's got squ squalane, which I don't squalane. usually like. Squalane. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, it's just so beautiful, the formula. And it, it feels like so nice and rich and hydrating. Um, and then, yeah. And then I, I use the circumference at night, finish up with that. 
Um, one new product that I want to talk about that I've been trying the past couple of days, um, it's a body wash. So Ooh. it's a plus body wash. Oh, yeah. Which, so it is a, they describe it as a no bottle, single serve body wash. So it, it is in a dissolvable sachet. Um, what? It, this comes from the people who make the Starface, those little pimple stickers that you guys have probably seen on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Like all the cool kids wearing their, those. So um, they made this body wash that is, yes, in the dissolvable sachet. So what you do is you open the sachet with dry hands, take out this little square, which is the body wash, and then the sachet dissolves in water. So, like, you just wow. put it down the drain and you watch it, like, just dissolve and go down the drain. And then the body wash, you add a little bit of water and it turns into a foam. And then you just rub it all over your body and that's it. And they come in such delicious scents. There's one that's, like, a summer scent. It ha it smells like neroli and um mm. oh, it's so good the only thing i wish is that i'm like a big body wash person so i need two squares um and i think it's going to be a little bit too uh expensive for me to continue to use it although i guess i could just call it in but uh <laughs> <laughs> but it's only because it only comes like 16 in a in a pack or something like that oh that's like two weeks i know yeah. i know so um but I uh, am a, I'm a fan of the product, and I think that, you know, Kirby and I are big fans of, or we're trying to, you know, incorporate more sustainable beauty into our routines um, and talk about that more on Los Angeles. So you guys should definitely check that one out. Ooh, right. that's I'm a great thing. Like, I'm like dry mouth. Like I know, I, like I know. I, trust me, I know. When oh. you have to do the, when you have to do the, when you're the interviewee, it's like, ooh. It's a lot of work. Okay, so and then so then, talking about the skincare, oops. there's just so much. There's so much. I know. But okay, thank you for letting me share. What is what are like some overhyped products that you feel are not worth? Oh, you're there. I, I wish people could see the video. Two grins just emerged. <laughs> what are the over, what, we call them? Meh products. We we've just started Kirby exploring. Kirby is having this, a like, moment. <laughs> like, what is it, Kirby? What are the products? <laughs> oh my god! I wish. I knew that this question was coming because I, I would have just like a laundry list. Oh my God, Sarah. Okay. Can I actually talk about one that gets overhyped? And it's because people say that there is a way cheaper dupe, but like we need to dispel that immediately. Oh my God. Am I allowed to yes. do that? Yes. Yes. So because La Mer is expensive, everyone's like, this is overhyped. It is not. And if you think it is, that's totally fine. But like, you have to be of a certain age to appreciate the original creme. When I was in my 20s, I did not need the original creme. It was way too heavy. It was way too emollient. And like the benefits that I would have seen from it just did, it didn't pan out for me. Then when I started using it in my 30s, I'm like, okay, now I get it. Like I understand why this product is so legendary. So like if someone is telling you in your 20s to buy La Mer, just say no. You don't need to spend that much money. Nobody needs to spend that much money. If you have it, great. Like it, it works. But everyone says that La Mer, the dupe for it is Nivea. And that's completely false. Yes, there are similar ingredients within both of them. And moisturizer wise, yeah, sure. Like if you just need a good moisturizer, don't buy La Mer, buy Nivea by all means. Like I love Nivea. But if you're looking for those actual skincare benefits, like 
helping with inflammation, helping with redness, helping with fine lines, helping with texture of your skin. Like Nivea does not contain the secret sauce that La Mer has in it. So like that's kind of like Sarah and I's passion project is dispelling like, listen, you can be mad that it's expensive, but sometimes I get mad that it's that expensive. But like that doesn't mean it doesn't work and that it doesn't actually deliver on what it says it's going to do. And for some people, it might not, you know, but like that's kind of where I live in that world. I love that. Thank you, Kirby. You're welcome. Um, I feel like, oh, gosh, this is such a hard question and we would never want to like take anyone down because we're not about that. But yeah, we don't want to yuck yums. Yeah. But I will yeah. say what I have not been using um, and I'm like kind of over and uh, un- that's unfortunate because I have like a huge basket of them are sheet masks. Like I just mm-hmm. don't think I mean, Dory. I think they're wasteful. You are speaking my language, Sarah. <laughs> they're wasteful, <laughs> obviously. Um, and I just yes. don't think like I feel like it's like a jade yes. roller. Like it feels yes. nice. And yes. it's great if you're doing that as your self-care moment, you know, yes. watching, uh, masking and, and Netflixing or whatever. But I just don't feel like I'm really getting any benefits out of it, even from like the really expensive ones. Like I would rather invest in the serums, uh, or the creams and, and, you know, apply that, um, versus doing like a 10 minute sheet mask. I could not agree with you more. Hey, I'm so glad. And again, I, if like if P, if someone loves sheet masks and that is a part of their self care, great. But I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, I actually will take it a step further. And Sarah, I had a revelation last week. I think mm. that face masks in general are just not worth it. I don't think they're worth it. I think that if you're going to make a skincare routine and spend money doing it, buy products that you can use on a regular basis that you incorporate into your day or night routine. Don't waste your money on a mask that you wash off after 10 minutes. Like there's only one mask that I truly use on a regular basis. Oh my God. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. Renee Rouleau triple berry smoothing peel. Uh, Half right. Renee Rouleau rapid response detox mask it's the one thing that like calms inflammation hormonal acne all that stuff and it's like anytime my skin's freaking out like i've been using it a lot this week because it really does take the fire out as she likes to say but i agree with you kirby i I think that if everyone should have like a calming mask in their skincare wardrobe but yeah i don't like i would rather spend or save my money and spend it on like facials and, you know, get all the, do their masks, get the lasers, get the LED light, then do a mask that's supposed to brighten my skin and help with fine lines and wrinkles like once every two, three weeks. Cause like Kirby said, you should be investing that in either the treatments or, uh, what you're using every single day. Mm. And then mm-hmm. I think cosmetic wise, I think primers are a scam. Yeah. Sorry. I primers are a scam. It's like one of the biggest, best makeup artists, and really any makeup artist will say this, Mario Dadanovic. He somebody asked him, like, what primer do you use? I was at this event and there were like all of these like big YouTubers there. And they're like, But what primer do you use? And he's like, I don't use primer. He's like, No, just 
moisturize your face properly. Like when you moisturize your Mm. face properly, your makeup will stay on longer and then set it properly. You don't need this like extra step because that's what causes the pilling most of the time. Like when you're starting after you put on your sunscreen and you're noticing like, why is my face rubbing off? Like that's from the primer usually because it's typically silicone based. So if you're going to invest in product, like Make sure that you have a good sunscreen, make sure you have a good moisturizer, and then a good setting powder or however you want to set your face. Don't waste your time on primers. Love this tip. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm shook, honestly. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> no I primers mean, I, for you. I haven't been wearing much primer, but I feel like I haven't been wearing much makeup. But if and when I go back, I mean, no need. Primers. Going out the window. Throw it in the trash, Tori. <laughs> Get rid of them. All right. So last question for you, although I feel like we could just talk to you I both know. for I go hours. But we have to give a quick shout out to LA because we are all here in Los Angeles. What are your beauty faves here? Stores, estheticians, spas, facialists, you name it. Secret spots. Yeah. Okay. Tell us uh, everything. I'll start. Uh, I recently went back to get my very first facial in like over a year. Um, I have a lot of like, I love Shawnee Darden. I love Kate Somerville. Um, but if you want like to treat yourself and feel like you're in Paris for a second or for an hour, um, get yourself to the Melanie Grant uh, studio on Melrose. She, uh, she's from Australia. She's like the esthetician to Victoria Beckham. Um, she's like a Augustus Botter ambassador. Uh, and she does all the, she has all the lights, uh, all, I was gonna say lights and whistles. Um, uh, (laughs) she like has like, you know, she does the lasers. She's got the, you know, LED, all that stuff. So, um, if you're looking for that sort of facial, you should definitely go see her. Um, but her studio is so beautiful. She like designed it to look like, um, the Chanel apartment, like with the Mm. mirror staircase and, um, like they all dress up really cute to all the estheticians to do your facials. Um, so that's definitely a recommendation. Although Shawnee Darden, Kate Somerville, you can't go wrong with either of those either. Um, Kirby, you go well, I think some more. Okay. Um, Sonia at skin worship. Uh, it's like a very small, um, you know, aesthetic space, but all of the estheticians there are incredible. And, um, I met Sonia when she was working at a different spot and I followed her because she gives amazing lymphatic drainage face massage. I have TMJ. So I'm constantly grinding my teeth. I wear a night guard. I get Botox in my masseter muscle to help. Like there's all these different components to it. But when I go to her, I literally just lay on the bed and I'm like, I don't care if you extract anything. I don't care if you put on a mask, just massage my face. And the way that she just moves, it's like, uh, it's, it's orgasmic. It's truly incredible. Um, so go see Sonia because she has magic hands and she will make your face not only feel better, but look amazing. Um, my dermatologist that I see regularly is Dr. Nancy Samolitis. She's at Facile Dermatology and Boutique. They just opened up 
a new location on Melrose Place. So close to Kate Somerville, mm-hmm. close to Alfred Coffee. Um, and she's one of the best, if not most informed dermatologist in LA. She knows about treatments and services f- that have been popularized in Europe um, for years that are finally becoming available. So a lot of times if I'm like writing a story about a new treatment or um, a new service, it's because like she tipped me off to it. And she specializes in melasma, which is something that mm-hmm. I deal with um, because I have an IUD and it's hormonal and from my birth control. So um, I see her pretty regularly. She put me on tranexamic acid pills to help with my melasma, which are a total mm. game changer. Um, I talk about this a lot, like on my Instagram and stuff like that. And a lot of people are like, I can't find the tranexamic acid pills. I'm like, well, first you have to get it um, prescribed by a doctor and not all doctors are aware of this and like how to utilize them. So maybe bring it up to your derm. But if they don't know about it, I wouldn't ask them to get you the prescription. Like you really want them to know like how much to prescribe and how it works. So um, she's incredible. I also would recommend Ramirez Trans Salon for hair. If you want an amazing haircut, go there. My guy is Onco Tran. He's co-owner Good of the salon. Good luck getting into On. I, I mean, know. Wow. is incredible. Everyone else. Um, just a gem of a human and he's trained so many people. So if I, uh, like a fast tip would be go onto his Instagram, look up his assistants and see if they've graduated and like moved on because they have learned from the best and you will be able to probably see them. And then lastly on Melrose Place is Violet Gray. And it's, you know, such a unique LA beauty store. It's very curated. Um, you know, Cassandra Gray started it and it's a place where you can get like Charlotte Tilbury and Beauty Stat and just all different types of like LA centric beauty brands that, um, that I don't know. I just, I love going into the boutique and seeing what they have to offer. And it's very, it's a very different shopping experience than a Sephora or a Credo or an Ulta. Hmm. Okay. I have a few more to add. Um, one thing that I am really excited to do once we, sort of be uh, transition back to to more normalcy is um get a korean body scrub like mm. i am dying mm. to see the dead skin scrubbed off of my skin of my body yes um, my go-to in koreatown is spa palace i recommend spa palace because um i know that you know olympic spa there are so many others that are really popular in Koreatown, but Spa Palace, it, it makes it a little bit more intimate. Um, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, being body scrubbed next to another stranger fully naked. But if you are a little bit shy, a little bit more shy, um, they scrub you in like your own little shower, st- uh, shower stall. So oh. um, I love it so much. I miss it so much. I cannot wait to get back. Um if you are looking for a bougier experience, um, there is the, it's called Pelliker and it's, I don't think it's owned by Kamora Lee Simmons, but I think it's like backed by her. Right, Kirby? Or I don't know. Um, but you know, Kurt, uh, Kamora Lee Simmons, she's, she's half Korean and, um, that is like a bougie Korean body scrub experience. It is not cheap, but we all deserve, we all deserve this after, what feels like 10 years in quarantine. So highly recommend treating yourself to that. Um, you will have baby smooth skin afterwards. Dime nails 
on Fairfax. If you are looking uh, for some just either just like a basic manicure pedicure or some fun nail art, um, Kristen is the owner of Dime Nails. She's amazing. It's woman of color owned, um, independent little salon. So go support her. Go support all the nail artists there. Wait, I have to shout out my place then. TNL okay. Nail Lounge on Little Santa Monica in Beverly Hills. I stand them and they will forever be my faves. Again, woman of color owned and independently owned. So go support them. Love it. Go get your nails I've, done. I've learned so many new places and I live here. I know. Same. I've, literally, I've been quietly Googling all your, <laughs> your tips Ellie's because so I'm big. like, I don't know any of these. It's hard. It's hard. Oh, well, you just gave us our great first LA guide. So thank you both so much. Thank you so much for having us. This was so much fun. I hope this was so fun. Can you both let our listeners know where they can find you and how they can listen to Los Angeles and all the good stuff? Yes. So um, we are on all major podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Um, you can find us on our website, glossangelespod.com. And then we are on social at glossangelespod on Instagram and Twitter. And we have a Facebook group. Just search Gloss Angeles and join. It's called the Gloss Angeles Glam Gelinos. And if you're curious about product recommendations or any type of review, that group is popping off at all times. So, and then you can find me personally at Kirby Johnson, K I R B I E. And I am at Sarah Tan, S A R A T A N. Yay. Well, thank you both so much. This was so fun. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrir, and you, Kate Spencer, produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Sam Reed is our project manager, our network partners, ACAST. We will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.